and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on December 29th to hit the internets on December 30th. Remember, you can always listen to the show on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, and follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Today, uh, I was lucky enough to speak to Mr. Bill Buchanan. Bill is the actor from the uh, world-famous, globally-famous... I even heard Obama talking about him. The Bizarro Zone videos where he portrays Mike Francesa in different time periods, which it's just amazing comedy. It absolutely is. Uh, so we talked about that. We talked about FAN, and we got into a little his appearance of Francesa Khan and what the future is. So, everyone, take a listen. Okay, as promised, uh, I have Mr. Bill Buchanan. Bill, welcome to the Red Ticket Blues podcast. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. No problem. It's uh, it's an honor uh, for someone. You know, I've never had so much fun actually doing like prep for a interview before because I got to watch Mike Zahn videos that I haven't seen for a while. <laughs> so all of it conjured back up all of the, you know, General Cornwallis and, uh, you know, King George is going to crush something. He's going to crush it. That's what he's going to do. Um, so before we get into all of that, uh, Bill, tell me, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Wh- where you are, where you're from, where you grew up, things like that. Uh, well, I'm, I'm from Massapequa, New York. Um, I was born in Queens, though. Uh, I mean, I guess this is sports related. So, you know, I, I, uh, I, I was raised a Jets and Mets fan, uh, unfortunately. Mm, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty rough. You know, basically, uh, you know, I'm, I'm 26 years old, so I've never seen any of my teams win. Right. Um, so the, from that standpoint, as a sports fan, it hasn't been much fun. But you know, whatever. Um, you know, this year with the Jets and the Mets going to the World Series, you know, it was actually kind of fun. Even yeah. though they didn't win. But. Seriously, you're sort of. I mean, even though the Jets aren't even in the playoffs yet, but they're 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 right there. I mean, as a Jets Mets fan, you're getting a little greedy at this point. You know, the Jets in the and may possibly in the playoffs and the Mets in the World Series, you need to calm down with that shit. I know this is a little this is a little bit much. I didn't know how to handle the, the Mets thing. Came out of nowhere. I had no idea how to handle it. Um, and it was actually kind of cool. Like you know, I feel like the Mets and the Jets are on a clock right now because I need them to win before Francesa retires. <laughs> Especially the Jets. I need a Jets Super Bowl before Francesa retires. I don't think that's going to happen though. Um, we might get the Mets ones, but I don't think Fran- it's not as funny because Francesa doesn't really hate the Mets as much. Like he hates the Jets. I think right, he right. just kind of like he likes to tease the Mets, but right. he hates the Jets. So uh, yeah, the Jets win the Super Bowl, but we'll begin with the Giants as they, uh, you know, picked up a third-string punter this week, and we'll uh, have Paul Dottino on later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to the you know the uh, Super Bowl parade a little later. Uh, you know, first we got to have on uh, Tony Larusa, who just wrote a book nobody cares about. <laughs> I don't I don't remember I don't remember the day, but I, cause I don't. There was like a big story. It was like. Something big just happened. I know exactly Sports what you're talking he, about. He had the yeah, he opened the show with uh, La Russa, and I was like, what the fuck is he doing? It went right to it. You're right. There was no like, hey, let's go over the news. Like, hey, we got Tony La Russa here. Let's, let's just jump into it. It's 105. <laughs> We've all been dying to hear this this guy who has no emotion. It's boring as hell. Thinks he's a genius <laughs> to baseball. Let's hear about his boring book. Yeah, I remember that too. It was just awful. Uh, but yeah. speaking of all that, I mean, we're, you talk about your sports teams and what go – 
you know, side by side with Mike Francesa, of course, is WFAN. I've been listening to WFAN probably uh, maybe 11, 10 years old, way back in the day. My my father said, I th- probably if I mentioned this in the podcast before, everyone just just give me a break. Uh, my father said, I need you to paint this house. You know, I work on it on a summer vacation. I said, okay, I hooked up a radio to it, and I started listening, and from there I was hooked. So has WFAN always been a part of your life, sports radio in general? You know, it's funny. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, my you know, my story is uh dad related also because I worked with my dad on his uh his boar's head route and um you know, I started working in the summers with him when I was in like I don't know, seventh grade, you know, just helping out. Um and he always has WFAN on. Mm. And he's had the he's had the route for like thirty years, so he he's been listening to it obviously longer than me. Um, and it's funny because I really didn't like it. Like, I hated it. But, you know, that's what he listened to. I'm just like, how do these people talk about this? Like, I love sports, but I'm like, how do these people talk about this shit all day? Um, and, you know, Mike and the Mad Dog would be on. And I, I didn't I didn't even like Mike and the Mad Dog, to be honest with you. Like, I, I just, like, I hated the idea of sports talk radio. I was just like, this is so boring and repetitive and stupid. Um, and then it wasn't until, uh, I'd say about, 2008, 2009, you know, Mike and the Mad Dog was coming to an end around then. Um, that's when I started to appreciate it more, and it, it, I just kind of saw the, the more humorous side of it. Uh, and that's really what it is to me now. Like, I, I can't listen to, like, straight-up sports talk. Like, um, I like Joe and Evan, but, like, I can't listen to them sometimes because it's just so, like, they're just doing, like, statistics and all that other crap. I, I like it when it's a little ridiculous and just, like, funny. And obviously the whole Francesca community, you know, Mago Nation, all that stuff, you know, they 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 make it a lot more enjoyable. I I I hear you loud and clear. I like I listen to sports radio all day long. Like I have it on a little radio at work, but like I'm not listening all day long. You're 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 if you listen <laughs> to every single call, every minute of WFAN, your your brain will rot. It will rot. Absolutely. I mean, there, you, you, especially, lo- listen, I like local radio, but it's even more ridiculous when it comes to repetitiveness than national radio. There's only so many times we can go over the bullpen or a lineup of the Mets. Right. It's just, it, it's mind-numbing. It, it's it's terrible. Uh, but I love it. Uh, it's, it's, it's Yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of the medium. Like I, I, I love Howard Stern also. I'm a big Howard Stern fan. I, I haven't listened as much, um, you know, since he went, you know, he went to uh, satellite a long time ago now, but uh, that's why I, I, st- I didn't stop listening to him, but I haven't listened to this religiously. Um, but it was just funny how, you know, my family, for whatever reason, like everybody listens to the radio in this house. My mom would have Howard Stern on when she was driving me to elementary school. <laughs> so that's how I got introduced to that. Um, so yeah, like uh, radio in general has always been a big part of my life. I have a very weird relationship with radio. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned Mongo Nation and uh, you know things that encompass that. We'll get into that in a little bit, but let's let's jump right into this. You are Bizarro's on uh, some of the. Mm. Now, before before I uh, before we go any farther, I took a look at your videos uh, today. Like I said, that 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 daunting prep work where I just laughed yeah. and watched a YouTube video. <laughs> um, I did a rough estimate of how many views all of your videos have have received since their inception. Do you have any idea how oh. much it might be? Uh, I know the first one had a lot, but you know, ever, after that, they weren't as many. Um, I don't know how many, what was it? Right, the first one was three hundred and fifty something thousand at this point. Wow. Total is just under seven hundred thousand views. 
Oh, couldn't get a million. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, if, if, you, if YouTube stays around long enough, you'll get there. Uh, but yeah, let's, yeah. It's, it's Bizarro's on. Now, where did this come from? I mean, I think we, all of us, when we hang out with our friends, we, you know, have a few drinks or whatever, and then all of a sudden people do Francesa impersonations. They're usually terrible, but everyone laughs. and goes, ha, 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 yeah. Uh, did someone tell um, you, did someone say to you, hey, you're really good at that? No, no. The, the impersonation and people get very confused when I tell them this, but the impersonations, like, that's not even why I did it. Like, that's, like, the least important part, like, to me anyway. Like, I didn't even think I did it that good. I just needed to do it well enough. Um, I just like the idea of that scenario. Um, the scenario. And it's funny. Yeah, like, the, the railroad scenario. <laughs> scenario with the railroad, Mikey. <laughs> Yeah, so like I, I just like the idea of him being back in that time period, and I, you know, I, I've been, you know, when the video first came out, I got interviewed, and I, you know, I told people you know, I was watching that movie, The Patriot, uh, and that's when I'm just like, you know what, I need him in that, that period, that time period. But it's funny what I, I didn't say was a year prior to that, uh, the, and at that point I wasn't Bizarro's on on Twitter. I just I think I just used my regular name, and um, you know I follow along with Mongo Nation, and I you know that stuff I just thought was hilarious. Uh, and it made me laugh like every day, especially during uh, hurricane Sandy and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so I remember one night, uh, it was the night of the butt fumble. And then the previous morning, I, I was just like, you know what? Like the Francesca community, they, they would love if like somebody made a parody video of Francesca going nuts about the butt fumble. Cause I had like a certain amount of days, like I thought I could make that video and then like people would be like, Oh, this is great. Cause it would be, you know, topical and Francesa. Right. Uh, and I did film it and it, it sucked. It was terrible. It, Cause it was just like a straight up parody and I didn't think it was that funny. Um, so then kind of scrapped that and then waited a year. And then, um, you know, I was just like, I think 1776 would be just funny twist to it. And uh, then that's what happened. So did someone approach you? Like I know there are you. You didn't just set up a, a camera in front of you and said, "Let's do it." There was a little more to it. Did people uh, approach you or people you knew decided, "Hey, let's let's put this together," or was this actually just set, you setting up a camera and? Oh, uh, it, it was just me. <laughs> oh, really? The first one. Uh, yeah. Okay. That it sounds sad, actually. No, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> it's not at all. I, I, was well, al- I was alone in my room filming <laughs> with, with the British red coat outfit on and. The Francesca, yeah, it was, the John Lennon it was, uh, uh Dude, it was very upsetting because um living with my parents at the time and I had to, like, I didn't have a mirror in my room, so I had to like, walk outside to the bathroom. I think my parents saw me wearing the outfit. <laughs> and they're just like, hey, this is what our 23-year-old son's doing. Great. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm actually laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to picture myself as a parent and my kid walking out. I just feel like one of those points in a movie where you're like so, just so shocked by something where you just don't even say anything. Just go, oh, okay. Right. right. My dad's gotten used to it, honestly. Um, I used to make videos in high school, too. Um, It was like this mockumentary series I made because all my friends, uh, I have like a million friends who are in bands and are all musically inclined. And I I can't play instruments. I'm, I'm musically inept. Uh, and so are two of my other friends. So we just like pretended we were in a band and we made like a mockumentary out of it. And uh, it, was, it was actually pretty funny. I, I enjoyed making that. But, you know, I was back in high school then, so I didn't really know what I was doing. 
Well, you know what you're doing now, uh, what you're doing then when you did the videos. Now, you had to be completely shocked. I mean, you talk about how sad you're feeling doing that in your room. You had to be shocked to the reaction, the, the, the success of the yeah. videos. Uh, it was like a relief because, I mean, I, you know, I, I thought either two things were going to happen. Some people might think, it'll, you know, oh, this is kind of funny, and, you know, it'll get a little, it'll spread around like Mongo Nation or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, or people would be like, wow, what a fucking freak. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Um, so it was a little scary from that perspective. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, right away people like liked it, and I was just like, oh, that's awesome. I, re- um, I remember seeing cool. it the first night. No, I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, the I remember seeing it. I, I, I hadn't seen it, and I saw Evan Roberts tweet, you have to watch this. And immediately <laughs> it got like 80 retweets within, like I'd say, like you know, 15 minutes that YouTube video. And we, I thought it was just absolutely hysterical. Um, so when you, when you have the success to this video, were, were people immediately clamoring for more? We want more bizarros on. Yeah. People wanted more of the, you know, they wanted more videos. And obviously, uh, I was like flattered that people, people liked the first one so much. Um, uh, you know, uh, Kevin from, uh, Kevin Clancy from Barstool, you know, he contacted me, wanted me to make some of some Francesca videos for Barstool, which I was like, yeah, sure. Mm. I mean, that was like awesome. I thought that was so cool. Like, to, you know, he liked the video so much. And um, and then I made the second one. And, you know, a lot of people like that. But then, like, already, because you know how the Internet is, like, already people are just like, ah, you know, jump the shark, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I felt like, you know, I can't really make a bunch of these because then it just stops being funny. Um, so I, I decided I was going to make, I was only going to make them if I thought it was like a really good idea. So I made a True Detective one. I made a you know Game of Thrones one because um, I like the ideas of those and I, I love those shows. Uh, but I, I said to myself, like, I'm not going to make a bunch of these because it just stops being funny after that. That's a tough call out of you because, I mean, I think a lot of people with that sort of success. And I saw you, you're doing interviews. Your, 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 your stuff is being retweeted like crazy. You're, you're on big sites, big blog sites. And you know what? You were like, you were sort of like Sandy Koufax to a certain point, man. He said, Hey, this is, this is what I have. Yes. I'm comparing you to Sandy Koufax or Barry Sanders. You're just, awesome. this, is, this is the, the product I have. You fucking love it. And you know what? Yeah. I'm ne- you're never going to think any less of it. Cause I'm leaving on top. Uh, and that takes a lot. I hope I did that. That would be good. I think you did. Uh, I was, I'm not, (laughs) Thank you. I'll say this about the Game of Thrones one. I'm not, I only watched a few episodes, so the, the video just didn't make any sense to me, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I did love the detective uh, one, and I loved the, uh, I love the one with the, the the sort of the Beats headphone commercial, the, I'm the man one. That was, that (laughs) one, I, I love that one. That's underrated. That? Yeah, that one wasn't that. I'll you know I'll fully admit that one. I did not come up with that idea, and I, I'll be honest. Uh, Audio Mongo, it wasn't. His, I don't think it was his idea either. He, he retweeted somebody that said it, and I don't remember. I feel bad because I don't remember the guy's name, and I, I felt like conflicted about making it because I was like, well, this isn't my idea. Right. So I, I didn't like make a big deal about that video. I was just like, I'll, I'll just make this. It's, it's sort of funny, and yeah, you know, it was it was okay. I didn't you know, but it was a good idea. I love the idea. So you just decided, said, hey, I'm done, um, and you are no longer Bizarro Zone. Will we ever see another Bizarro Zone video? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You'll see – well, I don't know if you'll ever see another Francesca-related like, video, but you know, I, I do want to make more movies. Um, 
you know, I have my aspirations and everything. It's just, uh, I kind of, I'm like, I'm working on something right now. Um, Ooh, can you tell us? And, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't give away too much. I don't want to give away too much. I'm just Don't give away too much. Because <laughs> it might just, it might be awful. But, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's going to be like a mockumentary sort of thing. Like, I, I really love that style of right. film. Like, I think it's hilarious. Like, you know, The Office and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my favorite, one of my favorite movies is Spinal Tap. So like, I, I just love that whole uh, film style. But uh, yeah, it's funny. Like people, you know, obviously friends and family were like, "Oh, like, you know, are you gonna take this and do more with it?" Right. And uh, and I don't, you know, at first I was thinking about it, but then I, I right away I was just like, I don't know how. Like, I, I just don't know how people do that for like a job. Like, you know, like. That it just seems so overwhelming. I'm like, like I'd get burnt out so quickly if I like had to entertain people for a living. Like, like look at Jimmy Fallon. Like, I don't know how they like that's supposed to be the 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 peak of like the comedy world is like the Tonight Show and the Late Show. But doing that like five days a week, I have ugh, I would never want to do that. It's it's very rough. You know, I used to prostitute myself for Bleacher Report. And I thought, whoa, it'd be so cool. This was actually before they became, well, they're still sort of corny, but uh, before they got hooked up with CNN, but whatever, uh, you know, I, I would I would write these, I was like, wow, cool, I'm going to write for Bleach Report, this is great. And I didn't even get any money to do that, and it was still daunting, I have to write all the yeah. time, and I'm like, you know what, this isn't fun anymore, this is... This is this this is a job, like you said. I I don't have any pleasure in this. So, well, I wish right, you, yeah. I wish you success there. Um, especially if you're doing stuff you want to do. I, I I think you know even if it's not Francesa related, you'll break all our hearts. But even even if you do go that route, that that'd be great. Um, getting it. Let's get back to Francesa for a second. We, we mentioned yeah. Mongo Nation here. Um, now obviously Mongo Nation, we all know who that is. Uh, big Francesa supporters. Now, just going back to the video just for a second, Mongo Nation was obviously very supportive of it. Did you get any any uh, any negative reactions from just you know stick in the mud assholes? Uh, from the initial video? Yeah. Uh, it's fun. like it was weird. I expected to get something because usually when you it's the get internet. some sort of like notoriety or you know, 15 minutes of fame situation, you'll usually get some people that are just like, you know, uh, mean about it, I guess. But no, like after the first video, I didn't get anything. It wasn't until like I started making more that people were like, ah, jumped the shark, you know, then, then I started getting stuff. But like, you know, at Francesicon, I was like blown away at how nice everybody was. Like it was, it was pretty amazing. Now, Francesa himself, Tell me, I mean, we all, I, I, I guess I'll just be repeating myself by saying we all know who Mike is, but what is it about Mike, in your own words, that uh, made you go to the point that you're going to make a video about him, a mocking video? What, what is it about Mike Francesa? You could go so many different directions with this. What is it about okay. him? Um, you know, there's just some people that when you're, you know, when you're just sitting there and you're thinking by yourself and you actually start hysterically laughing by just thoughts in your head. He does that to me. Like just, you know, I don't even have to watch a video and I just start laughing, thinking about stuff like that. He does. And like, it just cracks me up. I I know, you know, it's hard to explain, but like, for instance, uh, I'll read like a, a, a title of a YouTube video. It'll say, 
Mike Francesa responds to prank callers by reminding them that he's rich. <laughs> I'll lose my fucking shit, like, just because... Because <laughs> you know what's about to happen, you know, and it's going to be great. Yeah, because it's just, like, it's too funny. He He's, you know, and this is the upsetting part, because it's, it's like a... I don't know if this is the right expression for this, but it's like sort of like a double-edged sword. Uh, he got nicer and warmed up to Mongo Nation, which gave Mongo Nation more... You know, you know, more people know about the whole thing, and which is cool. But it's not as funny anymore that he's like nice about it now. I, I kind of liked it's it better weird. when he was like pissed off that people were like making photoshops of him and making videos of him on the internet. I like when he just like totally denied ever going on YouTube. I, like that to me was like him at his funniest. Like it's still funny, but it's just not like it's not the same. Like over the last year or so, it got you know a little watered down, I guess. Yeah, you, you you talk about jumping the shark when when he started acknowledging Mongo Nation. I know there was there was actually this was during the whole A Rod, you know, one of the whole A Rod fracases. He said something along the lines, "Oh, it was when uh they they didn't want to pay him the six million dollars or something." And he broke some story and he said, "I was just talking to Mons, everyone." And according to Mongo Nation, he used Mongo Nation as a source to an actual sports story. Like that's that's not cool. right. <laughs> so yeah i mean using his own fan base as a sauce yeah they're all sauces <laughs> sauces exactly yeah. pesto tomato all that um let's see what else did i got before i before i moved on here i wanted to mention now you had after the bizarro zon videos you, you jumped into a podcast uh first yeah. time long time now it seems to be in hiatus but i'll tell yeah. you there's three episodes correct I think, yeah i think we made three dude you got to keep doing that I thought those oh, were uh, absolutely hysterical. They were about WFAN uh, and <laughs> and callers and just some of the commercials, the, the slimy, shady commercials on WFAN, which I, I absolutely love. Because if there's anything on WFAN they're advertising, it's usually a bad idea and you don't want to purchase it. Um, <laughs> but but you got to get back into that podcast. What's the deal? When, when, uh, do, we, when do we hear the fourth episode? That's very nice of you. Um, yeah, that started, I mean, I think I started that last year and I, I was doing it like, cause I was like, you know what? I should, I should start a new project. And I'm like, let, let me try a podcast. Cause every, you know, everybody has a fucking podcast. Right. <laughs> no offense, Brian. Oh no. Hi, hi, hi. I'm just following the trend. <laughs> but, um, you know, everybody has one. Uh, and I'm just like, well, maybe I could, you know, talk to, uh, you know, Kevin from Barstool and we could set something up. And uh, his brother, Brendan, actually helped me a lot with like, the technical stuff and setting it up and like, what equipment to get. So they were a big help with that. And then, um, yeah, I started, I, I figured it would just be funny to like, because my friend Mike, he listens to WFAN too, and we always joke about all the stupid shit that goes on. Um, so it'd be funny if we just had a show just talking about it. The problem is I totally underestimated what a just a bitch it is to edit those things. Like, yeah. Oh. Like, oh, it's fun to record it, but, you know, I can't just go raw. Like, I can't just have it just be raw footage because there's so many pregnant pauses. There's so many, like, points where I'm like, uh, what the fuck are we talking about now? <laughs> um, you know, so I I liked making them, but I, I hated the editing. And I don't know. There was something very, uh, like, redundant about the whole thing. And it's like, I don't know if I want to keep making these. And I didn't want to promise people that I was going to keep making them. No, I, uh, but I, I'm I, glad, I, though, that people did enjoy it. 
No, absolutely. I I, I thought they were they were really good. Like like I said, those commercials re- really got me because they oh, yeah. they. By the way, I haven't heard a Brad Benson commercial. Yeah, that's true. Maybe they dropped them. I don't know. That's that's a good maybe, point. Maybe I maybe I stopped Brad Benson commercials. Maybe that was the one thing that first time long time did it, it stopped Brad Benson. You took down his forty foot erection. That's a good job out of you. Uh, let's see. I felt like I accomplished nothing this year. Now <laughs> I feel a lot better about myself. Thank you. I'm jumping all over the place here. Um, now we'll transition from WFAN. What's going on now? Before we get into Francesicon, which is later this month, uh, something mm-hmm. that just happened today. You you actually brought this up to, uh, to me before we started. How about WFAN CBS taking down and and this is where this if this podcast wasn't you know Francesca geeked them enough. Now we're going to start talking about the videos that were taken off of YouTube. <laughs> Uh, from Ordeo Mongo and RN's Funhouse, some of the these are the sources, the sauces of the sauce of Francesa just hilarity, and CBS says no more. I, it's crazy. Yeah, um, you know it's funny. I was on Twitter for like the first hour that 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 that, uh, that news broke that all those videos had been deleted, and I, yeah, I'm I'm really pissed about it. I mean, I feel bad for. Uh, Audio Mongo, um, you know, he, he's like a real, from, you know, I, I met him at Francesicon last year and, um, you know, we talked obviously on Twitter and he, he's such a nice guy and, you know, those videos are just so, like, they're so funny and I, I, I need to, like, go back to them and watch them sometimes. I think there was almost, like, 500 videos on, on his yeah. account, um, you know, and obviously there'll be more accounts and videos put up, but there was some golden stuff on there. And, you know, I just don't appreciate that CBS is making somebody uh, like him who really has never done anything wrong. He's never done anything wrong. He he has made Mike Francesa more popular, if anything, more uh, accessible to people to laugh and listen to because, you know, WFAN and CBS kind of suck when it comes to putting out audio. And they, 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 they don't understand, like, why we like it. So they don't put the right audio up. Um, you know what they know, put so, on? They put on all of Mike's boring interviews, which I don't uh, no, listen. I don't know who these dinosaurs are, are out in the world who always have to call up right afterwards and say, "Mike, Mike, that was a great interview. I just want to tell you, I loved that interview with that." Oh, the white knight Yeah. Oh, there's <laughs> and you know they got like five of them in a row, but those are the only ones they put on the podcast. And if you look at the the reviews on like iTunes or whatever, it's just like, "Where's the rest of the show? Only interviews." So you're right in that sense. Dude, CBS and, and, and WFAN, whatever, they drop the ball when it comes to this shit. I, I, you know, I know. And, you know, maybe they should just hire, you know, Oreo Mongo and, like, pay him. Just pay him to do it. Because, he, you know, he did it for free for so many years. Yeah, they really. They just paid him. I mean, because come on. Like, you know, I know all the Francesca stuff that originated at, you know, the board and all those guys. But then, you know, Oreo Mongo is one of the big, you know, board people. Right. So he's like, you know before all this stuff, before Twitter, you know, he, he's been doing it forever. So I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just pissed about it. And I'm definitely going to mention it at Francesicon. You know, I'm just going to tweak CBS a few times. Definitely. I'm going to work that in. Before we jump right into Francesicon, you mentioned Audio Mongo. I also want to mention uh, WFAN Trades, Jared, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago. He actually made a cameo on television last night at the Knicks-Hawks oh, game. Yeah, I saw a screenshot of him <laughs> on Twitter. He's just standing there with a Porzingis uh, shirt jersey on as he lives in Georgia. So I, I didn't know it was him, but someone pointed out and said, yeah, that's him. I took a closer look. I said, oh, shit, that is him. So uh, 
What's up? That's awesome. WFN Trey. He, yeah, I, he his account. I mean, if you know, his account fucking cracks me up too because like some of the stuff he tweets, like he nails why certain things are funny or the subtle things about the shows and the callers that are funny. Yeah. But sometimes I'll tweet something and then he'll tweet something like a second or two apart, and it's like basically the same fucking tweet because we're laughing at the same thing. And it's just like we're the only two that caught what just happened. Like his account's really funny. Um, and I met him at Francescon too, and he was a really nice guy. Um, yeah, I was actually in Atlanta. Uh, now I sound like Mike. I was just you know, gonna say, who the hell are you, Francesca? No, was, <laughs> yeah, I was now I sound like Francesca. I was I was in Atlanta a few weeks ago. I went to the aquarium there. Okay, it's enormous, just enormous whale sharks pounding into each other. Enormous. But yeah. Um, so mo- moving on. <laughs> You, you, uh, you mentioned Francesicon. Uh, when I was getting ready here, I was like, I remember to ask him if he was at the first Francesicon. Of course he was. He was sitting in that bar because I, I was there too. He was sitting oh, there yeah. with Mike, Ooh. and you were wearing the fat suit, I, I, I presume. And it oh, was yeah. like a hundred degrees in there, and you were huddled Ooh. around there like you were a uh, like a rock star. Dude, that first one was a lot of fun, but like there were so many little problems. It, it was, it's funny to think back now, but when I was like with uh, Mike Benevento doing that, I was just like, cause there were audio problems. Like people couldn't hear. I had a hall of famer, Jack Youngblood sitting next to me and I'm trying to interview him. And every time I talk, like the microphone would like crap out and I'm just like, I'm sweating, you know, sweating like five pounds off my body in that fat suit. And I'm just like, Oh my God, this is awful. But uh, eventually, I think they fixed it. And, you know, when we had Jeff Cumberland on, the uh, the Jets tight end who never plays now, uh, <laughs> you know, things worked out a little better. But uh, that was a lot of fun. That was more like a party atmosphere. Where Definitely. The second France, yeah, like in the second Francesicon was more like an event, which was cool, too. Yeah, the the first one was definitely you were it was tight as hell and people were just getting shit faced at that thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, everyone was getting people were drinking, having a good time last year. That nothing wrong with that. But at the first one, they were there were people just bombed. I got there like just oh, yeah. started and people. I walk in and guys are throwing down shots with both hands. I mean, it, it, people were oh, loaded yeah. there. Uh, there was something special about that, but you know, the second one, like there was a lot of special things about that too, because you know, I didn't drink before. I don't think I drank anything beforehand for the first one, but the second one, when I went up there, I had like a little buzz going, <laughs> which was like, okay with me. Cause like, that's the most people I've ever done anything in front of. Oh yeah. So, so I'm just like, all right, cool. Um, but the second one was special too, because you know they had that like green room upstairs, the little VIP section, and apparently like Paul McCartney like played there two weeks after we did our stupid thing, so that like, that was really funny to me. I thought you were um, just gonna say Paul McCartney was backstage in the green room. I was gonna be like, holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> yeah, 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 Sir Paul, Sir Paul. Okay, you know, we're, we're, we're great friends. He came over just to see me. Uh, we kept it a secret though; we didn't want to pull the panic. Uh, but yeah. Also, I love that everybody has like the name tags, and on the name tags they put on their Twitter handles. Like, um, uh, like you were talking about WFAN trades. Like, we were people were just calling them trades. Like, I thought that was really cool. I like that. Hey, trades. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, did you have any? I mean, when you got there, you, you, you're setting everything up. You had obviously there's a schedule. You knew when Mike was going to come out and everything. Am I am I correct? Um, no. Really? <laughs> Dude, it was, uh, it was pretty funny, actually. Um, 
So, you know, we're almost done with our, like, because me and, me and Mike, we, you know, we had a few lines set up that we were going to do, but mostly that was all improv. We were just going back and forth off each other. We just wanted to buy enough time until we would do trivia, and we would hope Mike would show up. Like, we never knew. Like, we knew he was coming. We just didn't know if he was going to come on stage at all. So, yeah, so I'm up there, and the little mic, like the microphone, not the microphone, the stereos in front of the speakers, uh, the guy, Dan, who he, he sets up all the our segments at Francesicon, uh, the guy who runs Seat Swap, he, like, sets it up for us and does all, like, the legwork. So he was speaking to me through those, like, microphones, like, all right, Bill, now move on to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he wanted me to talk, I think, about the Academy Awards or whatever the hell was going on. And like, But I'm not a big pop culture guy, so I totally was just like, oh, God, I can't talk about that crap. Like, <laughs> shit. Uh, uh, and I was just basically going, uh, uh, and I was like, can we just move on to the trivia? (laughs) (laughs) And then I just hear people like start to like make loud noises and I turn around and there's fucking Francesca walking out and I'm just like, oh, thank God. (laughs) Cause I, I, at that point I was literally just out of things to talk about. I mean, for the love of God, I I think at one point I mentioned, you know, I've actually been in Fallujah. Okay. (laughs) I mean, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> now like, I'm into the D yeah. rate material. Um, it's like, Jesus, like, yeah, Iraq war material, all right. Yeah, the thing is, like, I mean, you're even involved in it. So people in the crowd, we had no idea. We knew Mike was coming. He said he was coming. And we didn't know where he'd come out. I almost had an idea that they were going to block off something on the second deck and Mike would just wave to everyone, and then that would be yeah. his appearance. And, you know, just that asshole more Mike rational. sort of thing. Or or he or he'd drive by Irving Plaza, honk the horn, wave, and keep driving, something like that. <laughs> that would have been more rational. I, I thought that's what would have happened, but you know, he he just showed up on stage, and it, it was like perfect. And it's funny, you know, I didn't know if he was going to show up, but I I did decide beforehand, like if he comes on stage, I'm just not going to say anything. I'm just going to let him do his thing. Like when he's up there, like. He's up there, so nobody needs an impersonator. The king, like the king, was up there. Let him do his thing. Um, I never said that to Benavento, though. So my, uh, Benavento, he, the guy doing Mad Dog, yeah, he jumped in a few he, times. He was, he would jump in a few times, and it, but he was perfect at it. it. Like was. It, was, it was like perfect. His little clips, like they were great. Um, so that worked out. It, it just worked out perfectly, and it really wasn't, like, it wasn't orchestrated at all. So like that was like perfect. Did did Mike admit to you later on that he has seen all the videos and uh, no. he's a big fan of all of them? <laughs> no. Um, there is one thing I wish I would have said to him though. If uh, like if I could go back in time, there's one thing I would have changed because at one time, at one point when he's up there, he goes, "You know, I've never seen any of the videos." What I should have said was, "No, oh, it's all right, Mike. You would have fell asleep." Anyway. <laughs> oh, like, God. I feel like that. Yeah, that would have just like been like, "Oh shit!" But. That could have uh, yeah, been uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, you never know how he could have reacted to that. It's probably didn't. It's good you didn't say it. He could have found that hysterical, but he could have been like, uh, uh, is that what you're going to take out of 25 years? And then he's going to go into defense mode. Yeah. And he'll, he'll I'll try just to... be like, all right, see you guys later. <laughs> and then I Get him been, off the stage. I would have been, been burned at the stake. <laughs> um, so this year, Francesicon, uh, same venue, the 23rd of January. Are you involved in Francesicon? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, me and Mike are going to do our thing. Um, but the details are still a little mysterious to both of us. Uh, 
on exactly what's going on because I think this year they're going to get guests um, and stuff like that. Uh, I, I hope we're doing trivia. Like I don't know, I can't confirm that yet. But because that to me that's like my favorite part, the trivia. Like that's that's a lot of fun. Um, it's also really easy. I think that's why I like it the best. <laughs> but uh, me, I was actually texting Benevento today, and we're gonna we're gonna meet up and like get a few things. You know, have a few lines set up because last year it was literally like pretty much all improv. And I think this year it'd be fun if we had like some you know, some good one-liners that we can put in there and then the rest could be sort of, you know, our, our improv. I'll, I'll say this, and, and believe me, uh, your effort, you and Mike's effort on stage, Mike Benevento's efforts on stage, uh, were definitely appreciated. I mean, a lot of times as, you know, people are mingling, you hear conversations going on, you guys are on stage, and people said, you know, man, I am impressed by them for just going on for so long, pretending to be these other people, for just hours up there, which that's that's a lot. That's a lot of patience. That's a lot of that's a lot of guts too. I mean, there's a thousand people there, so uh, I think everyone appreciated everything you did there. So, so uh, that's good. Yeah, because uh, you could either be really impressed or really disturbed. Uh, so, <laughs> Listen, if they paid to go in there and they're disturbed, there's something wrong with them because they they, they should know <laughs> what they're getting into. Uh, before we go, the one thing I wanted to ask you was, and I've gotten mixed reviews on this. This is to, I want to get your take on this. Now, there's yeah. been a lot of rumors that Mad Dog may even show up at, at Francesicon, but it's confirmed that Mike and the Mad Dog are doing this reunion at uh, the uh, is it MSG? No, it's Rio City Music Hall. Excuse me, Garden of right. Dreams. Did you get Did you get your tickets, or you're not going? Here's the thing, I I signed up for the pre-sale, whatever. I didn't get an email, which... Me either. I didn't get one either. Uh, which, it, like I said to Jared uh, when I had him on before, it everything that goes along with this is completely Francesa. It's like, go to this site to pre-sale. The site doesn't work. <laughs> I put in my email information to get something about a pre-sale. I get no email. Um, <laughs> so it's like Mike is actually the webmaster there running the, running the yeah, show. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was a little messy. I did end up getting my two tickets, though. Okay, uh, so you are funny. going... Okay. Yeah, I'll be there. Um, probably bring a friend. But um, it was funny when I, I thought I missed like the, the the window of time to get the tickets. So I was like, "Fuck, I didn't get tickets." And I, I tweeted like shit, like I, I messed up. I didn't get the tickets. Um, and then like people were really nice. Like I got a few messages from people that are just like, "Hey, like you can come with me." Like, just, and I was like, "Oh wow, uh, no, no, it's okay. Like I'll I'll figure it out." And I, I ended up getting tickets. So uh, now you are you going to be dressed up as Bizarro's on there? Oh God, no, no. <laughs> you are you are from Massapequa. Maybe you can go in like uh, you know Tom Cruise in uh, Born on the Fourth of July, sort of storming in there and want to be recognized. Uh, see if Mike will recognize you, maybe, huh? Yeah, you know, no, you no. know, you, you think people like wouldn't recognize me from the video, obviously, because I'm in the fat suit and all get up. But, like, I actually have had people, when I'm just dressed normally, like, say something to me. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, how did you know? Like, Do they ask but, uh, you to, like, say stuff like, say a mic oh, yeah. line, do, do something? A guy in a, I was in a bagel shop right by my house. And I, I guess since I was wearing sunglasses, but, you know, one of the videos I had sunglasses that weren't, like, the John Lennon sunglasses. They were more, like, just normal sunglasses. And, I don't know, one this guy, like, he kept staring at me and then he came up to me. I'm like, Oh God, what is this? And he's just like, dude, you're the guy that made the Francesca videos. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Yes. Okay, good. They're not trying to like fight me or something. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
that's a good note to end it on here. Uh, Bill Buchanan, uh, now you are no longer Pizarro's on on Twitter for people that uh, are frantically looking for you as we speak. It is Big Action Bill on Twitter, so definitely follow him. Uh, he's tweeted in the last few minutes. Oh, no, he hasn't. He retweeted in the past few minutes about Chip Kelly being fired from oh, yeah. the Mike Francesa NY account, a retweet. So, uh, Bill, I want to thank you for coming on the Red Ticket Blues podcast, and I will see you at FrancesaCon. I will see you there. And, hey, if you ever you know, want me to come back on, we can make fun of WFAN commercials <laughs> for a whole podcast. I'd love to do that. Uh, that would be heaven. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Bill. So there you have it. That's Mr. Bill Buchanan. I want to thank him for coming on the podcast. A lot of uh, behind-the-scenes info regarding Francesa Khan, uh, the Bizarro Zone video series, and whatnot. And, again, it was a pleasure having him on. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's 2015 with the Red Ticket Blues podcast. Uh, I hope everyone enjoys their New Year's Eve with terrible jokes such as see you next year and other assorted terrible just shit. Uh, We'll be back in 2016 with more great content, more interviews, more everything. So uh, remember, you can always listen to everything on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, and follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Like the show on Facebook and remember to leave a review. Damn it, God damn it, you better leave a review. And uh, with all that being said, I'm out of here.